you woke up this morning, it's a good day. If you woke up healthy, it's a good day. If you woke up refreshed, then it's a good day. So get up, get out, get on your way. If you woke up broke, it's still a good day. And if you woke up diseased, it's still a good day. And if you woke up exhausted, it's still a good day. Because you woke up, so get on your way. Welcome to Travel by Proxy, the show where we leave our house so you don't have to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain, you'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or to remove from it. And in this week's episode, we are going to talk about different regional food destinations, and we are going to have two, two tastes this episode. Two. Uh, the first one is going to be a hard latte by Brown Bomber and a rowdy uncle from Insight Brewing. So sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. How's it going, Andrea? Not bad. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm actually really excited for the two flavors that we're tasting today. One, because uh, I got the hard latte because it seemed like something fun. It seemed cool yeah. and interesting. And then the other and thing... And not in a Minnesotan way. The other thing that uh, I'm excited for is the fact that we now have <laughs> sippy cups. That's right. We have official travel by proxy <laughs> sippy cups that we're drinking out of right so, now. So for those of you who are wondering when you can buy travel by proxy th- sippy cups, we are working on these that. These are patent pending. These uh, these just happen to be sippy cups that we had four of. <laughs> we had four of them. <laughs> hanging out uh, in, uh, in Andrea's home. That's right. They're actually uh, meant for like coffee or something, but they are just the right size for splitting a beer in half. Well, and Lizzie drinks these uh, drinks wine out of things like that too. oh that's true because they're insulated mm-hmm. so they keep things cool. cool um they're nice kind of they look they honestly look like stemless wine glasses yeah that are just metal yeah it's metal nice and plastic all right so should we which one should we start with i think we should start with the uh we should start with the um the rowdy, the rowdy uncle, uncle just because it is a beer that i'm going to taste and if i taste something that is vanilla and sweet beforehand it's going to make it so right. much worse for my so palate. um this is the rowdy uncle it's from insight brewing in minneapolis minnesota mm-hmm. um this is actually a really fun brewery the reason being is um a lot of the beers that they make come because their brewer gets to just do whatever the heck he wants or i shouldn't say he there are um brewers they. of every gender whatever they, they. want um but the neat part about that means you get like occasionally you'll get a beer that really doesn't taste like a beer here check out the back of the can yeah because that kind of explains a little bit like insight for perspective like one of their popular beers is a a, um a beer made with like uh, grapes (laughs) like wine grapes so like they uh it's like sunken city and so they have like a tr- rich tradition of trying different things with beer. So there's like there's like a little story on here. So it says the misadventures of Rowdy Uncle, uh, chapter XLVIII. That is forty eight. Um. Anyway, uh, but it says after a few bowls of loudmouth soup, my esteemed uncle was off to the races. Tale, tall tales of zany encounters were just the beginning as the libations loosened his lips. He mentioned a laboratory hidden beneath his manse where he experimented on strange brews filled with ginger and lime. His eyelids drooped and it wasn't long before he told me everything. 
So this is a Moscow Mule style ale. It's 6% alcohol per volume. Mm-hmm. And for, to me, this one doesn't taste like beer at all when I drink it. And we will see how that tastes for me. I drink a lot of Moscow Mules. I'm so when gonna, you smell it... I'm going to pull the top off right. just for the smell. Just for the smell. And then we'll put the top back on for the sippy cup action. Yes. <laughs> Patent pending sippy cup action. <laughs> Patent pending. Hmm. Do you just smell the... You smell just the Moscow Mule, right? Mm-mm. Okay. I smell malt. Okay, yeah, I can smell the malt for sure, but I do still smell the ginger. My my nose is still a little bit plugged. Um, yeah, but do you you don't get the ginger there, at all? There is a little bit of ginger, but okay. I, malt was a lot heavier for me. So we'll give this a little little tweak. <laughs> okay, that was interesting. Yeah, right. So it definitely has more ginger on the palate. Right. Um, it has the finish that isn't super pleasant. Yeah. Um, I'll have to give it another taste. Yeah. We'll give it another taste. Yes. So for me, this one always hits my palate right away with that force, like a kick of a mm-hmm. Moscow mule. Mm-hmm. Like right away. But I'm really sensitive to Moscow mules because I don't drink them. I have heart. I have a yeah. G-E-R. G. Um, I have GERD. GERD. <laughs> I have GERD. 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 No, um, I, I get I get acid reflux. Okay. Um, so like I don't I tend to avoid Moscow mules and ginger. So I'm mm-hmm. doing this for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, especially after the milk cocktail we had. And uh, for me, I always get that that uh, ginger kick right away. If I take smaller sips, it's yeah. not nearly as bad. Mm-hmm. And like for me, the one that the thing that I like about this one is it. Uh, it tends to sort of mellow out as you drink it. Mm-hmm. So, like, the ginger tends to, like, blend with that kind of ale, like, beer flavor. Okay. That's why I still can enjoy and drink this one in moderation. Whereas, like, that. with a Moscow Mule, yeah, it's... I can't because it is always ginger. Yeah, because it's just straight ginger beer. Yeah, which is why I was kind of thinking so you might bad. still. This okay, second the second poll was not as bad. I don't think I'm going to be finishing this. Right. And that's perfectly acceptable. But I may take a third sip. We got the third sip. We can go for a third sip. I'm going to hold off on it for a moment. But All right. So, um let's get into the hard latte. Okay. Now, this one is out of Nina, Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. I used to have an aunt from Nina, Wisconsin. Were you sure her cat's name no, wasn't no, just Nina? No, uh, no, it's actually, uh, she I, She was from Wisconsin, but she had a dog named Nina. There we go. Yeah. Um, There is not much about this. It's 5% alcohol by volume. It is a vanilla-flavored malt beverage, um, and it is made with Arabica coffee. Mm-hmm. All right, let's give it a shot. There's just... I'm going to pop the top to yeah. smell. Honestly, this, uh, like... When we first cracked it, it, it just reminds me of one of those like Starbucks drinks. It really does, yeah. Yeah, it's, it just it smells like you. We just uh, opened one of those like Starbucks frappuccinos yeah. or something. Yeah. So we're gonna give this a shot. Mm. Uh, patent pending things about these: make sure the lid is tight mm-hmm. before you start trying to drink out so of them. So it doesn't them. dribble down your your chest. It did not dribble. Oh, I caught it beforehand. There you go. But yes, I like this. Oh yeah. Okay. 
this is dangerous. It is very dangerous. Because this does not taste like it has any alcohol in it at all. It does not. The, like, it, yeah, just, uh. Kudos Brown Bomber. It does contain milk. So this is the second. This is the second milk drink we've had. Second milk drink we've had in two weeks. Um, no, it, um, oh God, it literally, it tastes like if you get one, not, not the Frappuccino, but if you get the like Starbucks, the energy drink, yeah, the like, like the double shot. Yeah, the double mm-hmm. shot. And if you just mix booze with it. Right. Like something neutral, like, like vodka or maybe oh, like no. a flavorless rum. You right. know what we have to do now? We have to make some of that. Yeah, we kind of do. <laughs> do you have a French press? I don't. Okay. I don't yet. Well, um, if we get a French press, then we should try making our own. I can um, have Lizabee pick one up because they sell them at Ikea and they're cheap. Yeah. Well, we don't need to. Anyway. Well, I've been meaning to get one anyway. But, oh, are you talking just booze coffee? Mm-hmm. Like homemade, cold brewed. Like, uh, but like start double shot style. Like, Okay. Yeah. Like we, we whip it up with some, uh, we use one of those electric. Um, the frothers? Frothers, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And try it that way. Because I do have that um, espresso Kahlua. Yep. Oh, that too. Yeah. That would be really good mixed. I almost think you'd want to just, just leave a neutral spirit as, as your base. That's true. Because yeah. then, you, then you get the full flavor of the coffee and the like just the bland. like again, cause I, Right. And I think that's the, the key here is you get the coffee flavor, the milk flavor. And, and that's then, why you don't taste spirits. And then any the booze spirits. is just kind yeah. of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you because the Kahlua has its own kind of flavor that yeah. tastes boozy. Um, that's when you know you're drinking Kahlua. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, like hmm. I think I think that would be a really fun experiment. Yeah. Huh. So speaking of booze. Yep. You know what goes really well with booze? Fast food. Greasy food. Yeah, greasy food for sure. And um Whenever I'm in Texas, one of my favorite greasy food joints is Whataburger. 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 What? Whataburger. What? A burger. No, it's Whataburger. (laughs) For those of you who have been and you have opinions, email us. Tell us who's right. Maybe we'll start a poll. Whataburger. (laughs) It's Whataburger. Anyway. (laughs) No, like, this is one that we've both been to. Uh Uh-huh. And I went when I spent... uh, I spent many months in San Antonio, and uh, I went to Whataburger as much as I possibly could um, because it's delicious, and you really can't get it outside of Texas. Not really. I mean, they do have locations outside of Texas. Yeah, but, um, but it's, it's not they're very specific. Far. I mean, it yeah. was kind of like when like when Sonic first came to Minneapolis or Minnesota when they had like their first location in St. Paul, and it was just this huge deal. It was huge thing. It's like Sonic's coming, and we're all like, I don't even know what Sonic is. It's a big deal. It's really now that it's around, it's just kind of another place that you can go to eat. But when you don't have access to it, it's amazing. Yeah. And like, um, so like for perspective, like oh, Whataburger's like key thing, like they do Texas toast. Yep. Um, for their sandwiches. Oh, yeah. And, um, and then you can get like, like chicken strips and, um, you know, I mean, they do like burgers and stuff. Like, I mean, it's basically like, it's basically just a like a southern version of like your whatever fast mm-hmm. food place you like to go to. But the the food is like it, it feels like it's slightly higher quality than yeah. It's you would almost, get just going to McDonald's. It's like uh, for those of us who have been to all three locations, it's like it's the halfway mark between McDonald's and Fuddruckers. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and the thing that the thing that always for me like sets it apart from McDonald's mm-hmm. or sets it apart from like some of the other places is that you can get an actual malt there. Yeah, instead of just a shake. Yeah. Um, for the uninitiated. Oh wait, uninitiated. Uninitiated. <laughs> for the uninitiated. Uh, a malt is like a shake, but you put malted milk powder into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is the preferred way for uh, Andrea to consume her dairy, frozen dairy products. And it is not shaken. That's true. Although, like, shakes aren't shakes really aren't shaken. Shakes aren't shaken anymore. Yeah. <laughs> They're all made the same way now. You know, I'm looking at the list of uh, of things. Is Five Guys nationwide now? Yeah, Five Guys is pretty much nationwide. Okay. I Although, um, the Five Guys, there is a Five Guys in New York that has a speakeasy above it. Oh, dang. Yeah. Above it? Above it. Yep. Um, we went to it. It's huh. pretty cool. Um, you go into the Five Guys, and then, like, right next to the counter, you turn the corner, and there's just the staircase. And you go upstairs, and there's a speakeasy. So, apparently, uh, Whataburger has 760 total restaurants across yep. 10 states. They are all in the south. Arizona, Arkansas, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, New New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Texas. Exactly. So it has not made it west of New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it has not made it east of Alabama. Yeah. And it, it really oh, is. Oh, no, it's, it is in Florida and Georgia. Never mind. I never, see, when I lived in Atlanta, though, I never saw Whataburger. Well, and it might, they might not it's, have gone into I, Atlanta. Yeah. And it, when you were in there? It's probably like... Like I was talking about with when Sonic first came, it was like one location and that's its location Mm -hmm. in the state. Yeah. And then people like came from all All over the state and just inundated that place for like three weeks. My, um, so we, we have Whataburger. That's sort of like the, the Southern chain of burgers that you can't get elsewhere. And then if you head a little bit further West, you hit five guys Mm -hmm. and five guys or not five guys. Sorry. Um, in and out. Yeah. In and out. I mean, In and Out is is wider wider availability now, mm-hmm. but like it really did start as sort of like that sort of southwestern yeah, west just coast California. Place. Mm-hmm. It, like really, it started in California and yeah. stayed just in California for a while, mm-hmm. and then kind of slowly started spreading yeah. into like Nevada and Wyoming. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and they're they're one of those like you can get your you can get your burger any way you want it. Mm-hmm. Like you can get it, you know, double double animal style. Like, and they, there's like. There's the crazy. And it's always fresh. There's the crazy photos of people who have like the sixteen burger, like sixteen patty burgers. Yeah, but was it like a hundred by a hundred or yeah. something like that? Somebody ordered. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, I get, I get the idea, but holy holiness, yeah. it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I don't like onions, so I wouldn't ever order anything like I think because Animal Style has onions in it, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I would never actually get anything animal style, but... See, well, I had... Because uh, one of the things we want to talk about is Culver's. Right. And so we had Culver's earlier. And um, the one thing to remember about Culver's is it's kind well, of Well, there like, are two things. One, it started in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, it started in Wisconsin. And it's still kind of just in, like, the northern part of the Midwest. I don't think it's yeah. really gotten too far um, in the rest of the country. But it also, like, everything's, again, made to order. Correct. So sometimes it takes a while, and it took an inordinate amount of time for us. Because of all those car people. <laughs> there was a bunch of people that had little slips. Like, it was like the like they'd done and a they mass order. all budged in front of us. Yeah. All those little kids with their stupid free Sundays. <laughs> like, I'm, like, standing here waiting to order, and these kids just go running up. And I'm like, 
I don't want to yell at kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be that adult mm-hmm. today. Yeah. I'm just not going to be the adult today that yells at little kids. No. No, no. I don't want to be that woman. I It's... And it's like, I, I got to that point because, like, they made your... So they have concrete mixers is their version of the kind of... Like a blizzard. Blizzard, McFlurry. Oh, and um, we should also clarify, Culver's doesn't really do ice cream, they do custard. Yeah, it's frozen custard, which is very different. We'll it's put an it... egg-based... Uh, it's more of like an egg-based uh, ice cream thing mm-hmm. than ice cream, which we'll is a little more cream-based. We'll based. put some stuff in the, in the show notes that shows the differentiation. Yeah. Some resources you can check out. Um, but yeah, so like they did the the concrete mixers, they made yours right away. Yeah, right away. And then they like got you your food and your concrete mixers, and then my food got started. And then like they forgot to make my concrete mixer, so they had my food in a bag. Just sitting there. Sitting there. And then they were like, there was literally this one person wandering around asking 15 different people, the best part have you made was, this? Where they is were this? carrying your concrete mixer around the whole time somebody was asking about it. <laughs> They were just uh, asking about it. Yeah, and it's just like this whole thing. And I'm finally just like, is someone going to give me my food? Like I started getting, because they, when you go to Culver's, yeah. um, regardless if you order to go we're or really for there. selling or, this place. Yeah, well, okay, so this was just, this was a one-off, like not good experience. When you go to Culver's normally, um, they give you like a number. It's a little yeah. tent, little plastic mm-hmm. tent, and it goes on your car in the drive through or you in your sit hand, at the table. Or you sit at the table. Like that, you, you, you will always have it. And so I'm like getting to the point where I'm kind of like holding it up, like, this is my number. Oh, Someone yeah. you look at me. You start doing like the dance. You're like, you're, you kind of like start holding it out in front of you, like, hey, mm-hmm. can you maybe notice this? You know, notice me. You almost feel like one of those people in uh, Mad Max just yelling, witness me. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's I finally, like, we got the food, and then we left, and then there was that guy who was, like, directing traffic in the world's worst way, because he was standing directly in front of my car trying to wave me through his own body. Yep. And it's like, dude, just just walk. Just just pass right through me. You- just pass right through me here. <laughs> just pass. Uh, he did, like, he j- it looked like he kind of stepped out of 1972, or has not changed his facial hair since that decade. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like uh, you see, like uh, like you watched a nineteen, like a nineteen eighties era um, uh, Daytona five hundred racer, big old bushy mustache and mm-hmm. that kind of like dad haircut. Not quite a mullet haircut. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're not we, selling Culver's very well, and I no. apologize. Their food is amazing. Their food is really amazing. It's just that there happened to be a, a like a classic car meetup going on at the time, mm-hmm. and like there were people just sitting in the parking lot, like showing off their cars and i don't care about your old cars they're cool it's more of a like there could have there there had to have been a better place to do that and it's it's more of the fact that then it took us so long to get our food and get out of there because all the other things were going on because like people had lawn chairs yeah hanging out and there was a lot of people just kind of congregating in the parking lot so like that experience not so great the rest of it like i had the uh the like pretzel house burger and that it was delicious. Good. So that was, it was two patties with cheese and mustard and cheese sauce. On a pretzel bun. And then it had the pickled onions as well. Oh. And I know you you can always ask for those without. Right. No, that's the great thing about Culver's. They'll make it however you want it. And it they, they don't have the tendency to screw it up like McDonald's does, where it's like you ask for no pickles and they're like, 
did you say no pickles? I'm like, I said no pickles. And they're like, cool. We're going to give it to you without a bun and extra pickles. What? Here are two giant pickles. Eat it. I physically, I had that happen. Like, I'm like, I went and I'm like, I want a McDouble with no pickles. And they're like, no pickles? I'm like, no pickles. And I literally got my order and on my receipt, it said McDouble, no pickles. And what I got was a McDouble <laughs> with no bun and extra pickles. So it's in this like big plastic container and it's just two patties with cheese and then like the ketchup and mustard and onions that you usually get and then like pile to, like more pickles piled on top. And I was like, what the hell is this? How am I supposed to eat this monstrosity? And so then like, you know, because I was like, I was working overnights at the mm-hmm. time. So I like drive it back. Uh, oh my know, gosh, you drove back. So, well, no, I had like I had, like okay. I didn't have much time because I was. It was more like I was stopping at McDonald's because the place that I was working, we had to do one patrol of like a satellite building that was across gotcha. the street. So we had to like go away from the main complex, past McDonald's, go across a major road, and then go just walk around this warehouse and check it out. And then we had to go back. So it was literally like I told the people I was working with, like I'm going to McDonald's. Do you want anything? And that's the nice way to say I'm getting food when I'm coming back from doing the regular part of my job. But I only had so much time because I still have to like get back and do the rest of my duties. And like I can just eat my food at my station when I'm not on the patrol. But I'm like, it took me so long to get this burger that I finally like I'm like looking at this thing and I don't have any time to like argue with them or tell them they made it wrong. So now I just had to drive back to work. And go in, and they're like, what's what's in that? And I'm like, this is my burger, apparently. This is my burger. Whereas if you go to Culver's, or you go to Whataburger, or you go to In-N-Out, and you say, I want this change from what's on the menu, they're like, yeah, okay. Okay. And they yeah. do it. Unless unless it's Whataburger at like 3 a.m. <laughs> in Austin, in the middle of a heat wave. I can accept that. Because it's air conditioned in there, and everyone's trying to get out of the heat. Yeah. Then nobody wants to serve you anything at all. <laughs> they don't want to move. They don't want to move. They're like... And a heat wave in Texas is a lot different than yeah. a heat wave in the north. That's true. A heat wave in the north, it's like, oh my goodness, it's like 85. I can only really make my way to and from work normally. And it's yep. hot. Whereas, you know, in in central Texas, it's like, all right, well, it's 115 and everything's a nightmare. And my body hates the fact that I'm walking. Yep. It's like, oh, you're wearing dark shoes. Enjoy leaving footprints behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy leaving parts of the soles of your shoes on the asphalt that is almost melting back to itself. Uh, speaking of melting. Mm-hmm. Del Taco. I've never been. What? I've never been. I've never had time. You've never had Del Taco? I've never... You've never had the Del Taco Taco Bell comparison? I have not. Oh, no. Aaron... Okay, no. Is there Del Taco in Vegas? Yes. I have not been to Del Taco. The only reason I didn't go last time is because I had to go to Taco Bell so I could have booze in a Baja Blast at Taco Bell. And that was, like, the last day we were there. So there was, like, I think I passed the Del Taco at that point. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I've already eaten Taco Bell today. I'm not going to eat a Del Taco. I'm not going to like Bell. go from eating at Taco Bell to go to Del Taco now. Because now I'm full. Well, and really, like, we're probably going to catch some flack for this. But there really isn't a difference between Del Taco and Taco Bell at the end of the day, except that Del Taco is better. <laughs> I could accept this. Yeah. It's like, it's like the um, Taco John's and Taco Bell right. thing from it, up here. Yeah, like I don't know if Taco John's is everywhere. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like like in, in Taco John's, uh, Taco Bell, there really isn't a difference between Taco Bell and Taco John's, except that Taco John's is better. Yeah, but Taco Bell has more stores. Right. And they're open late. They are. And that, like, that is one thing. I do like to eat at Taco John's more than I like to eat at Taco Bell. However, Taco Bell is open until four in the morning when I'm leaving the mall at yeah. two because we had super late games and suddenly I'm like, I'm starving and I need something to eat. Now, if only Taco Bell could give us potato olays at 4 a.m., yeah. then my day would be complete and I would probably weigh about 100 pounds more. <laughs> I swear to God, they need to come out with... Um... Okay. Complete deviation. Do you remember when the Oculus Rift was uh, like first announced? Oculus Rift being a virtual reality headset exactly. that you can wear. Exactly. So there was another company that was making this like frictionless cage that you could walk, crouch, and run in. That like, was supposed like to be something that used to see in like the '90s in VR arcades. Yeah, but it was an, it was an updated version. Okay. So that you could physically run. Is that the thing that Community spoofed? I think so. Okay. But it was one of those things that it, like, if you take a second, yeah, it looks stupid. Mm -hmm. But it would be one of those great ways for people like me to actually lose weight. Because when I want to actually play video games, if I physically have to walk that time, I think I'd have a little bit more fun than just walking on a treadmill. Because it's like, if I want to go, like, exercise at the gym, I have to get, you know, I have to pack clothes and then I have to go to the gym and then I've got to make sure I bring my lock and then I've got to go pick a locker and then I've got to go to the machine and I got to make sure it's been wiped down and I got to make sure it's working right and I got to make sure it's not set weird. And at that point, if I had something in home that, you know, was like five, six feet square and I could walk and I could kind of jog in, I could probably... Mm -hmm lose a lot more weight that way because then I'd be playing Skyrim or yeah, Fallout or true. something. Or even Minecraft. Well, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. There you go. We need holodecks. We do. We need a holodeck. Somebody man. get on the holodeck. Someone make that happen. Somebody call Elon Musk. Well, I mean, he seems like the kind of guy that can get that done. Isn't the VR thing supposed to open like somewhat soon at the Mall of America? Oh, the void opened. Oh, it did finally it open. It did. It did. I did oh, the Star Wars one. You finally did it? Yes. Okay. Uh, I've done it too. Um, Full disclosure for that. Um, I've done. I've also done it. No, yeah, no. My um, my my new boss. Yeah. His wife works for the Void, so we had a day when we were all really slow. So we traded employees, <laughs> going to each other's places, um, so that there was at least something for people to do. So it's like we had some of their staff come gotcha. play our games. We went and played theirs so that it was more kind of like, like I think they had some really new staff too that kind of needed more training. Yeah. And they just weren't booking as much because uh, the Mall of America is slow at like 10 a.m. on a right. Monday in the uh -huh. middle of September because school just but started. It's nice to know that the void is now open because mm -hmm. I can tell my friends about it. Yeah. So they've got the Star Wars experience. They're opening a Marvel experience Good. soon. Uh, they have the Wreck-It Ralph one. Okay. They're doing a Halloween one, and I think they're doing a one for the holidays as well. But they're having the Marvel okay. one. And so here's the cool thing. Sorry. sorry. So um, the Void. Yeah. We'll talk about the Void later. <laughs> we'll talk about the Void in our in our, um, in our our like free episode. Yeah. We'll talk about the Void later. Go to the Void. Anyway. Yeah. So <clears throat> to circle back, fast food. Yeah. Road food. 
let's talk about the things that we have right in front of us. Mm -hmm. I don't think we need to get into like the travel by proxy review scale because we just talked about way too many things to try to review them. Exactly. Let's just talk about the two drinks we've had today. Absolutely. Brown Bomber. Or sorry, Hard Latte. The Hard Latte from Brown Bomber. Yeah. I really, really like it. I really enjoyed it too. I think this is a dangerous one, but I think it's really worthwhile. This is one of those things, it comes in a four pack, and I think that's kind of perfect. Yes. Because it's 5%, so it's not super boozy, but it's boozy enough that it can be really dangerous if you drink a bunch of them. Yeah, so don't drink all four in one sitting. It doesn't say anything about its caffeine content. True. But it's definitely made with coffee and with milk, so keep that in mind. Yeah, if you're lactose intolerant, this Mm -hmm. is probably not for you. Yeah. Um, Man, there's so little information on this. It's probably on the actual packaging that we have downstairs. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when it comes to the Rowdy Uncle, what are your thoughts on that? I don't know if I'll go far enough to say I like this one. Okay. I don't think I would turn it down, but I don't know if I could continue to drink it. Hmm. Because I still, like, this is going to be sip number three. And I now understand I've had a bunch of this hard latte, but... You know, I could drink that. Okay. I don't I, think I'd go you for You could like, drink it. Yeah, I could drink it. Well, we're out of time. That doesn't mean the show has to end. You can leave us a comment on our Facebook page or email us, fans at travelbyproxy.com. And the Travel by Proxy theme is Good Day by Alex, copyright 2012. Our closing music is Now We're Talking by Jarris, copyright 2015, both of which are licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license and can be found at dig.ccmixter.org. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we wish you a look out your window. Moving peace, stones, and your rearranging all that you find Now we're talking about things and places all the names and the faces of the people that you love